Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Kev. It is, what night is it, Kev? Wednesday night? Wednesday night, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday. Wednesday night. Um, we, thought, we thought we were going to come here and talk about um, a pre-season game in which Liverpool beat Karlsruhe four goals to two, but some stuff broke just before the game, um, which we're going to have to talk about again. Um, but look, we're going to go through it. Um, we're not going to go through all the politics and everything else. We're going to go through the fact that the news has come out um, via Paul Joyce that Liverpool, it looks like, has agreed a deal now for Jordan Henderson to leave the club. Um, £12 million pounds rising. Um, I don't know why it's rising. Um, Laszlo and Sass Copley says, strange intro. Yeah, the intro just decided not to do anything tonight. Um, so, well spotted. Um, but rising too, I don't know what. But what? What would he do to make it rise? I'm not too sure, but it looks like um, Jordan Henderson will leave Liverpool Football Club. Um, Klopp, I believe, was asked about it. He said there will be a time where we will have to speak about it, but now is not the time. Kev, it looks like he's going to go, right? Um, yeah. It looks like a deal has been agreed. Okay. Does it, does it look a bit strangely brought him to Germany? Because I asked that, and not to wind anybody up, but the reason I ask that is that Fabinho wasn't brought to Germany. Fabinho's deal hasn't... I don't think the bid's been announced. I don't think any anything concrete has been announced on that. Whereas Henderson was brought and looks like that deal will be done quicker. And he will be gone. Does it, is it, is it, it feels a bit strange, Kev, all of it. It feels amateur or uh, it feels out of control. And that's basically what the wind has been like since the Sabah's Light deal was done. Everything that's happened since we've had absolutely no control over anything, and it it's looking like that way, and the squads today reflected that. Um, it's disappointing that he's going. It's sad that he's going the way he's going, but it feels so badly handled by the club. He shouldn't have been anywhere near German this Germany trip. No, if, I don't think so. If he was going, I said it privately to Chris earlier on today that. After this game tonight, irrespective of what happened, this was before anything was confirmed that he was announced or anything. This was literally on the strength of him not being available to play. I said to Chris privately, get him on a plane, get him out of here, get him to Liverpool, sort your life out, make a decision on what you're doing and do it. You're, you, you, there is no point in him being there, taking up space if he's not available to play games. We're basically keeping him fit for someone else. And that's just the way I see it. Um, and it's nothing to do with everything that he's done. He's been a fantastic captain. He's won everything with the club. Model pro while he's been at the club in a football sense. Uh, it's just that if a player is leaving your club, you don't bring him on pre-season. And it's been well flagged that he's he's pushed hard for this move. So he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been anywhere near it. Is it because he's club captain, Kev? 
Probably. Um, probably the fact that he's got longevity at the club. Um, you've seen through the videos and uh, the behind the Anfield, behind the scenes stuff, the videos that they've that they've released. All that stuff is edited to within an inch of its life, and they've been happy to put that stuff out there with him interacting with all the other players, and they've they've all got on really well. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that those players, to this day and uh, and beyond, will all get on really well with each other. But he shouldn't have been anywhere near this club preparing for next season. We're preparing for a season where we're going to be fighting for our lives to get into the Champions League. And he's not going to be part of it. And it's well known that he wasn't going to be a part of it. Captain or not, it's bad management that he was anywhere near this. And the club could have done what Manchester United have done with Harry Maguire. Said, look, you're not going to be the captain going forward in the story. And do what you want with that. Put out whatever story you want. You're not the club captain anymore. We're moving forward. You're not going to be leading us anymore. Liverpool should have done exactly the same. The second there was a hint that he was pushing for another move, because it's not like he hasn't got form for this. The second he went to the well again, Jurgen Klopp should have taken the decision as the manager of the club. Say, yeah, no, I'm not having this. You know, let's wipe the cl- wipe the slate clean and start afresh and move forward. Yeah, it's um, Jake says, and Jake has put up the. Co- uh... The quote from Klopp, uh, it's a Klopp on Jordan Henderson to Al Etifak deal. He says, there will be a moment where we probably have to talk about it, but it's not now. Um, I think I kind of got close to that, um, but thanks for the actual quote, Jake. Um, look, I asked the question, should he be in Germany? Is it the club captain? You know, um, like Paul says there, we didn't want a messy situation with Hendo, but unfortunately it's turned out that way. I don't think there was going to be a good outcome for either party here, regardless. I think that's fair, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like for me, I think the club, you see, the fact that he leaves Fabinho at home would tell me that they were very confident that deal being done. They were quite happy for that deal to be done mm-hmm. with the money being quoted because the money being quoted was £40 million. Pounds. So Liverpool probably looked and went, we're making our money back on him here. He hasn't had the best eight day months. You know, we feel that will go through. The club that he's going to clearly have the money. You know, that's going to happen. So yeah. that's what they do, right? With Henderson, maybe the club just looked and went, hold on. Yeah, he probably wants to go. Okay. Um, but they're not offering any money. So Liverpool weren't going to play the game by saying, you're staying at home because this club wants you. You know what I mean? In fairness, if 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 you've done that with every player, there'd be fucking gansy loads of them not going away on, on pre-season tours because players are wanted by other clubs. I think Liverpool were obviously in a much more comfortable position with Fabinho over the money and where the deal was. Even though that deal, nothing's been really said over it for the last three or four days. Whereas with Henderson, it was like, he's cl- you see, if it was another player, I think you'd get, you might get away with it, but club captain, you don't. You know what I mean? Because I, I go back to what I said the other day. Liverpool are going to have to react to this in a couple of ways, right? They're going to have to react quickly with the somebody bringing in because at the end of the day, regardless of what's going on, Liverpool's club captain has been taken by teams in Saudi Arabia, right? And whether you like him or don't like him or the fee or you don't like the fee or you don't like the fee, that's it. The Liverpool club captain has left. It's not Riyad Mahrez who's, you know, plays some weeks and doesn't at Man City. It's not other players that you'd say, ah, well, like, you know, like the Chelsea stuff, they're not going to play. This is your club captain. And whether you want them in the team or not, or whether you value them in the team or not, yeah. it's the club captain. And I think I think that's where it is. Um, you know, like... To me, this is, as much, this is as much of a coup for the Saudi league as Cristiano Ronaldo. Just right up there. You're I, getting. I, don't, I, I I wouldn't go no, that far, but I think the fact that he's a club captain, I think it's is, it's not just a, cl- it's a that he's a club, he's a club captain. It's I think people have a different view of Liverpool and Liverpool players outside of England. You look on the continent and you look at the what Jordan Henderson is viewed, uh, it, how he's viewed by players and by other clubs on the continent, and it's completely different to how he's viewed in England. Same with a lot of English players. The Premier League is the top standard. 
Cristiano Ronaldo, in his own interview that he did in the week, is hoping that the Saudi league might push up to be better than the Dutch league and the Turkish league. They're ranked like seven and eight, or six and seven in Europe, European leagues. And here's the Saudi league coming and taking the captain of Liverpool, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and a guy who's won everything, an England international who, in his in an interview, is saying, this will prolong my England career. Is I mean, it, it, well... What kind of, and that's well, does, the does, does, does of, Henderson, this is going to does, sell does, massive for them. So you think Henderson believes he'll, 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 he'll lengthen his England he career by going there? Well, maybe, maybe it is. Now you're getting you're getting lashed in the in the chat for saying. I couldn't give Ronaldo, monkeys, but you don't give a shit, really. But um, really no, not. I kind of, you see, on a footballing <laughs> sense, right? Don't take the money over for a minute. On a yeah. footballing sense, he probably knows, and we'll get on to players that have come in in yeah. a minute, right? But he probably knows that he's in the England squad for what he brings to the England squad because I think yeah. he, I, a lot of people consider him the England captain, even though he's not. But he's in there because he plays a lot of football. He plays a lot of football for Liverpool, right? And, you know, like, when you look at it, if he goes over there, he's probably going to play more football over there Mm -hmm. than he did, than he would for Liverpool this season. Now, he won't get as much exposure. But I think, you know, because of who he is and the manager that he has, I think the, the, the Southgate may go. Now, Sean, he reckons his English career is over. Jake says the same. I don't know if his England career is over because at the end of the day, if Gareth Southgate off the bench, well, if Gareth Southgate values him, right, yeah. and he's playing every week in the Saudi league and he's playing ninety minutes, he's playing loads and loads of football. The standard is where you would you would have a worry. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Gareth Southgate picked Harry Maguire because he trusted Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire was sat in his getting splinters for a year. I'm not saying that Cristiano Ronaldo and Jordan Henderson are on a par as players, or ever were. What I'm saying is, for PR purposes, this is huge for the Saudi League. For the Saudi League to be able to come in and take Liverpool's captain is as big as any get that you're going to get coming into the league. English speaking, talks to the rest of the world. Worldwide, worldwide facial recognition, name recognition, brand recognition. Yeah, the guy has. Where, but, but but Kev, the guy is is coming. I I get I get I football. get who Jordan Henderson is and yeah. England and Liverpool and I get all yeah. that. Right, it's massive for them. But without going too deep into it, like Jordan Henderson is probably in a position now where when he speaks about anything, people are going to go, "Ah, oh, but we remember when you said this about this." That's where he's got to yeah. get to now, right? That's all. I'm, I'm not getting too far into that because. You know, it just causes all sorts of fucking issues, right? But on the Liverpool side of things, you know, um, we've been we've been talking about it for a week now, haven't we? Like um, Bo here and and privately and stuff like that, and the Telegram group and 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 stuff like that. And we we've all we've kind of said is, if he goes, he goes, right? At the end of the day, a bunch of people moan or cry about it. If he goes, he goes. Liverpool need to do something. Where are you? Where are you? on where Liverpool are, if you get me. Like, do you feel Liverpool have decided, right, we're taking the money now because we're in a position to sign players? Or do you think Liverpool have had enough of the situation and just, he's gone, he wants to go, there's no talking about it, that's all they're going to offer, take him. And Liverpool are just standing there going, what do we do now? Where are you? Best way to look at this is, uh, from a Liverpool perspective, I think the, the fee is derisory. I think 12 million is too low, but that's that aside. Liverpool are saving themselves twenty million in wages because that's what's owed on his contract for the next two years plus bonuses. Yeah, that plus the twelve million pounds plus whatever add-ons they're going to give for him staying there for two years and performances, whatever. Thirty-two million is what the club will save on this deal, and you know, paper money—it's not real, you know, because you haven't paid him the twenty million. But that twenty million would have been budgeted. For the next two years, that's not going to have to be paid now. Where it leaves the squad is absolutely way for paper thin, and you can only judge it on the set on September first when the window closes as to what we're going to be able to achieve next season. Because as it stands at the minute, our four midfielders in the squad are Thiago, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, and Trent Alexander-Arnold. That's it. Oh, Stefan Batchetich. So you've got three kids, 
a guy who is learning a position and a guy who can't stay fit for more than 10 games. That's where we are. And the games are win, won and lost in midfield. That's Pasio, where we are. Pasio reckons it leaves the squad in a shambles. We're going into this season with one senior midfielder left from last year and we've only signed two with just four weeks of the season to go. It leaves, the, it leaves. I don't think it leaves the squad a shambles. I think if we were talking on September the 4th and this is the way we were, are you yeah. going to go, what the fuck is going on? But look, they have to get players in. They have to get players in. And what I mean by that is, and when I was talking to you earlier about reacting, right, my thing on the whole reaction thing is, is that Liverpool don't want to be sitting here for another two weeks going, are we getting a midfielder, right? They need to show that, yes, we've lost this player, but this is what we've done. All right, and get the right one at the you know the right one at the same time. Mm-hmm. When it comes down, when it comes down to it, I, you don't put demands on Liverpool, but I would fully expect Liverpool to react to this, and and react possibly by the end of this week. I think they have to. And and what I mean, and people will say, don't be, you know, you're going over the top. You know, um, we have everything in order. We had everything in order until this happened. We felt like we had everything in order. All we were doing, like, yeah. let's be honest, before this, before this um, starts, like, Eunice is, it's the 19th of July, relax. I completely get that, Eunice, right? And up until last week, before these two kind of bombshells dropped, it was the 12th of July, and we were like, this is fine. It's absolutely fine. Bring in one, maybe two. Look at the centre-half, you're fine. Now you're looking going, it has to be two. It has to be two players. And... You can argue all day over the standard of them or who you want or who you don't want or the price, but I think Liverpool have to show a British show of strength here. You know, a British show of strength. Like when you when you see other clubs letting players go, they're not asked they're gone. And there is Liverpool fans out there that aren't asked. Henderson's yeah. gone. And to be honest with you, you know, if you if you told me that you're going to bring in two of players that are this or whatever, you know. And Henderson might be. I've always said Henderson should drop down the pecking order from this summer, yeah. right? It's actually gone beyond that, right? But I think Liverpool have to show some sort of reaction and strength here. I really, really do, Kev. And not only for, not only for the squad, I think for the club. You know what I mean? Massive. Because as much as as much as people would say he's thirty three, twelve million, you know, like if Saudi Arabia weren't around, who would be looking at him? I don't know. I don't think anybody, right? Yeah. Um, but. The club have to look at it and say they've taken our captain. They have to, and that has to hurt a little bit. Whether the club are happy to let him go in a footballing sense, it's still from the outside world looks like Liverpool's had the captain taken from them. Um, there's loads of names. There's loads of names going around yeah. as to who will replace. But and we we've talked into debt, you know the sort of way. I know you and yeah. you and the lads um, all had different views on the last night on the show. Yeah. Um, but Kev. It leaves us definitely needing to. Are we agreed on that? Oh, not more than that. But we we des we desperately need to, and other clubs know now that we're desperately need to, and we're going to get rolled <coughs> for these two. But so be it. That's just that's just life at the minute. We need two players in, and you. I, th- I so don't know. Are you, so are you complete? Are you completely ruling out the prospect that Liverpool today, with this news being, um, or Paul Joyce coming with this news? Are you completely against the idea that Liverpool are way down the line with some one, if not two players? Like, do you? Because I think they might be. I think Liverpool, by bringing him to Germany, have brought this story along a little bit while they sort Possibly. themselves out in the background. What do you think of the Possibly. chances of that? Possibly. Um, I mean, it'd be gross negligence if we weren't down the line with at least one, if not two, maybe even three. The thing is, you got to look at it. People who were saying in the chat, it's only July 19th, calm down. Every day that goes forward from tomorrow on is a day less the club has to integrate these players when they're working in pre-season to get themselves in a position where they can start and hit the ground running. We don't have much time left. They've got another few days in Germany, another game in Germany. Then they're off to Singapore where they're going to be doing a shed load of PR and some light training sessions. You have to get these players in to give them the best chance that they can start the season properly. For every day that goes past now, we're hurting ourselves. And the prices for these players aren't going to change. They're not going to suddenly become cheaper as the window goes They're not going to become more longer. expensive either. They're going to, yeah. Well, no, but we need them. 
We need yeah, but the knock, but the knock, but the knock, the knock on to um. They're not going to go up in value, but they're not going to go down either. So if you're going to do the deals, get the deals done. Give well, Klopp like, more time to work. I, with I the get that, but, he like, needs to get. but but you were saying a minute ago, like p- p- people know we want we want these players. Yeah, we want them at our market value. Just because we've twelve million for Jordan they, Henderson doesn't mean that they're going to go. That's like, nothing. You're not walk. You're not walking into into say who's that lad being linked but to Crystal Palace. Decora, yeah. Right, fifty million, sixty million. You're not walking in there tomorrow and they're saying seventy-five. It's not happening. No, but you're go- you will offer what you think is a fair market value, and it has to be fair market value. And if yeah, you're going to have the fair to pay market five value at the more, moment is probably fifty million pounds. He's not worth fifty million pounds, but the fair market value at the moment is probably fifty million. But you're not walking in there tomorrow and they're saying, "Listen, we want sixty-two because you got twelve. But you should have been having this conversation Monday. But we don't know. We should have been having the conversation last week. This is the whole thing. They have to have had these conversations. But that's what you'd hope. That's what I'm saying. Like someone's saying, it, "I hope if they're going to get him in." Just says, "I wish I had your confidence, Gab." I, I didn't say I was confident. I'm just asking the question. Like in you know, all things being equal, you would hope Liverpool with Fabinho left at in Ger- at home not going to Germany and Jordan Henderson travelling to Germany and not playing and look they knew they knew when they got bored of that playing to yeah. Germany whenever it was that he wasn't playing in this game they absolutely yeah, knew so for me you know we, we've gone on for so long about Liverpool being smart doing stuff quietly I would I would hope and that Liverpool with this going on with them have torn them and we need, we're down the road with these we need to pull a trigger and I'd hope that trigger be pulled sooner rather than later. It it might be a case that you remember at the start of the window, or even before the window opened, with the players that we were linked with, the groundwork would hopefully will have been done for some of those players. You know, contra- contracts agreed, uh, fees agreed, more or less, just payment structures. The the fact that we borrowed the money and paid for Sabasley up front is almost separate to everything else. We've got McAllister on the absolute cheap. You know, he's a £70 million player every day of the week, twice on Sundays. The fact that we got him for the price we did is highway robbery. But at the same time, now you're looking, even with the players that we were keeping and the ones that we brought in, we were still talking about needing two. As it stands now, we've, we're losing two and we're still talking about getting in two. I think you. I think if you lose these two, you bring in two. I think it, I think it brings you to... I think. Um... I think it probably leaves you with eight midfielders. I think if you bring in another yeah. two, and, I think and that's, that's fine. Good. I think that's as long as they can say how uh, eight kind of nine. I mean, the thing is, you, I know you don't like bit part players. Trent can do a job in midfield. Gakpo can do a job in an eight role, if needs be. Yeah, he's done it last season. So has Jossa. Jossa's done it last season as well. It's not ideal, but you can get away with it. But you have to bring in the right quality to be able to do that. Uh, if it's Decore, fine. If it's, you know, um, one of the lads we were linked with, Gravenberch, I'm not a fan of Lavia. Don't get me wrong. I think it's too much to ask Lavia to come in and be your starting six at 19 I think you're years of age. I'm very disappointed, Kev, because I think that's. The I've got a feeling I could be, yeah. But I just think it's not more about me looking at the player and thinking he's not good enough. I'm looking at it and think it's not fair on the player to ask him to do this because I don't think he's capable at 19 years of age to come in and do the role that we need him to do. That's not fair on him. It's not a, It's not his fault. I think... But I think he's got to be dropped in the shit. Well... And told sink or swim. If he's signed for £50 million, he's, yeah. he's going to have a conversation with Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp, if, Jürgen Klopp is in that conversation saying, by the way, when you arrive here, I'm going to start you at the base of my midfield. And you're going to be sitting beside Trent when you have the ball. And without the ball, I'm going to have McAllister and Sobosloy around you. I... I genuinely don't see the issue in it. Because, like, we have to bite the bullet at some stage. We have mm. to bite the bullet and go, these players are good enough. Put them in. Put them in there. Right? Now, if you sign a second player, if you sign a second player that can play in that position, all you're doing is stunting the growth of probably a Bojcetic. And I'm not I'm not for that. It, and people will say, oh, but he's only 19. It's a lot of pressure on him. So be it. You play for Liverpool. If you turn up for Liverpool Football Club on a fifty million pound deal, right? You better be ready to play, and that's the way it is. I, un- yeah, I understand. Sure you- I understand integrating players into teams, and Klopp is known for it and stuff like that. But at some stage in the next six months, Romeo Lavia, if he turns up at Liverpool, will have to go in and play big games for Liverpool at the base of a midfield. And I yeah, think, I-, I think what's actually put in in front of him 
right? In Saba's lie, and McAllister potentially makes it such an easier job for him. Such an easier job for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, because when we talk about Fabinho, we talked about ah, good on the ball, right? Good at creating angles. Goodbert is back to, to play. He can turn and play passes. Mm-hmm. Good blowing passes. But his legs were gone, right? Yeah. Honestly, if you put a, a fella in there and you ha- he has legs and he can get around and he can make ground and he can get f- stuck in, I'm telling you, he's absolutely fine. He's absolutely fine in this team. He can he can do all of that, but he doesn't have the experience and the nous for the position at 19 years of age. I I get that, but there's loads of players at 19 years of age that don't but play. You have not to play, not not when they're trying not when they're trying to win a league. They don't. Why not? Because Trent they don't. On Trent on it. Trent Trent is a generational talent that how do you know this fella around? How do you know this Because fella there's nothing I've seen in watching him. That shows me, and if he was, if he was, then Man City are taking him back because Man City. Well, Man City can't land... take him back. Oh, they can. Man City oh, can buy could. him back. They could come back in there with fifty can... million. Oh no, they can. They, they, it will be in. It's in the contract that they, they, they have uh, a choice to match whatever big comes in. For well, let, let them match, and, and, and they can if they want to. Let them match. And the thing is, they'd be quite happy to bin Calvin Phillips out the door, and replace yeah. him with Lavia if they believe he's this good. Yeah, but but and the, the thing fact is, that like, nobody else. But if you look, at, if you look is, at Boychetic, if you look at Boychetic last season, Boychetic comes in and plays about eleven games. I'd say about yeah. eight to nine of them were in the six, and I never mm-hmm. once had an issue with him in there. No, never I once. didn't. But what happened after eleven games? Yeah, so you he have broke down them. because he was too but young you to be playing that many games. You have two of them though. You have two to have lads. minimum of two. Yeah, you have. Sign Lavia and you have Boychetic. Just believe in them. No, I, believe in them and play. It's not about. You can believe as much as you like. They're not going to be good enough to do what we need them to do and challenge to win honours next next year. They're just not. Okay. So what do we you do? Have to, you have to give them someone that you can, if they're having a bad run of form, that you can take them out for a month and you can right. bring someone in. And if that's right. a jobber for for Ask two Kev, years. Kev, if you brought a fucking jobber, hold on a minute. I'm talking we, a jobber as an Amrabat. Yeah, I'm not all right. talking so you about bring Amrabat in. You bring Amrabat yeah, in. Yeah, you bring Amrabat in. Right, yeah. okay. So you bring Amrabat in, right? And you bring him in and you're playing him, right? And he's not playing. What do you have to do? He's not playing well. He has a drop of arm. What do you do? Then you, have, to, then you, have, you have the options. Then you, oh, have, then the you option have the option to, to play Lavia. Then you have the option to play Lavia, but Lavia isn't going to be the only one. Who's the other one? Because you have uh, you have Amrabat, you have an Amrabat type player, right. Decore, whoever. Yeah. You have Lavia, you have yeah. Bacetic, you still have yeah. Thiago, assuming he doesn't want to yeah. up sticks and leave as well. Now you're talking you about have, someone playing And you still season. have Trent. But go on. It's not just all season. You're talking about the potential of having a 60-game season next season. Right. You know, and, and in fairness, there's no reason why we shouldn't be looking at playing 60 games next season. There's yeah. enough games for everyone, but in the games that you were going away to the Etihad or going away to Old Trafford or going away to the Emirates. You put a, you put a jobber in. I wouldn't put a jobber in. I would put someone who knows the position inside out and you can trust to play the position well. And that's Amrabat. Amrabat can do that role inside out because he's been doing it for years. He's 25 years of age and he's done it at everywhere, everywhere he's gone. He's done that position and he's really good at doing that sixth role. Okay. Amrabat's sitting at Fiorentina for many years now. Yeah. He's been there about three years, two years, three years. I played a World Cup. Played the World Cup, played brilliant in the World and Cup, still got to the semi final, and still sitting there because he's angling for moves and they don't want to sell him. So why they have haven't someone, received why, a big if, enough if offer. That, I don't know if why they have that good enough. Why doesn't someone come in and go? There's forty million for Amrabat because they don't own that. Who team. knows? Who knows? But I know from what I've seen of him, he can do the role. Okay. The stats add up. Everything, not just stats wise, but the but, eye test. But he's Lavia, brilliant at getting around the pitch. Lavia can't do the role. Lavia at 19 cannot do what a 26-year-old who's been playing the role for five, six, seven years can do now. He might develop into well, then that that's player why, that's why, as he as gets older. Well, then that's why as a club, I don't know why we attract any young talent. Because no 19-year-old out there. But, but, that's why, but why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't well, we? we? Don't. Why, why? We're sitting here now and we're talking about players 30, 31, 32, 33, right? And we're not willing to turn around and go, listen, he's going, 
Fabinho's going. We're going to go the complete opposite here. We're going to put a 19, 20-year-old in here, and we're going to go with it. I because think you Klopp don't will. have to. I think Klopp You will. don't have to. That's the whole point. You don't have to. You can still bring the 19-year-old kid in if you want to. But you're not... But, but you bring but, in a 25-year-old as well to help but, out. But why the you fuck... You need would, two why, for the Why road? would Romeo Lavia turn up at Liverpool after Fabinho leaves and told, we're signing you for 50, but listen, by the way, you're not playing all the games. We're signing this other fella over here as well. All right. He's we had this... We, you, had, you had this debate when it came to forwards. You yeah. had the problem with Sadio Mane, Bobby Firmino, Mo Salah. Yeah. Nobody's going to sign for Liverpool because those three are in a lock. Mm-hmm. We're sat in a position at the minute with a midfield that's completely open for anyone who can come in and take the shirt. So this is the first time in ages that a player can come into a side and have a realistic chance of being coached by the Oregon club at Liverpool and have a shot at making a starting eleven. This is the first time in an awful long time that we don't have a settled eleven. Go back for the last five years. It's the one thing we were doing pre-match shows and post-match shows, but looking at the out, 11. There might be one change out, here and there. But even We're not there Fabinho, now. But even without Fabinho or Henderson leaving, we haven't got a set in the field. Because not, the two midfielders we've signed are going to start. So, six, so 66% of the but they're not going to start. But they're not going to start every game either. <coughs> Who isn't? Sabasloy and, and... Them two are going to start every fucking they'll game. They'll start in the league. They'll start in the league. They'll start in the league. Of course they are. They'll start in the league as long as they're fit. But they're not going to start the Europa League, and they're not going to start any but the, but domestic. That isn't clubs. the conversation we're having. If that was the conversation we're having, we'd say, "Well, get Lavi and he can play in the Europa League. That's all good." What I'm saying is, but look, it's a squad game. You need a squad. Of course, it's a squad game. But what I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is, why are we looking to bring like the Corey off Palace? Right? I know fucking nothing about him. Nobody's watching Crystal Palace. Be honest with your fucking selves, right? Mm-hmm. He was in France before, with good reputation, right? Yeah. Twenty three years of age. Two seasons in in England, I think, might one. be a little bit more. One, yeah, he's only one. had one season. I think he's had the one season that like, he Vieira signed him. Uh, I think so it's he's only had the one same amount of seasons in the Premier League as Romeo Lavia. Yeah, okay. He so he's another, one, he's another one being linked, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. So all I'm saying is, if you're going to do something like this, why don't you just go for the fella you think is deadly? Regardless of his fucking age, you have to believe in not only the player but the manager. I don't think he is. Well, maybe he's not. But what I'm saying is, we keep we keep looking at these players going. You know, um, he has to be this. He has to be experienced. He has to be this. This is experience done fucking nothing for us. Experience has done nothing for us in the last twelve months. Not once have we leaned on leaned, lent on our experience in the last year. Not once have we lent on it. And said, you know what, we have the experience to get through this game. Not one fucking game that we go into last season and go, do you know what, we've the experience to sort this out. Because they were all over the fucking shop. And yeah, that's where my burnt. argument is. Go and, go and fucking change it up. Go and change it up. And if you have, listen, you're still going to have Trent, Van Dijk, Canate, Allison, Robertson, um, Thiago might start, right? McAllister has Premier League experience. Sobosloy is a captain of his country. Salah, Gakpo, Diaz, Nunes, all of these players, loads of experience, loads of leaders. And you're telling me I can't drop a fucking player in at 19 in at the number six? Because it's one of the most important positions in the pitch. They're all important. No, they're not. Not in okay. the same, not in the same, not in the same meaning. Okay. You can have you a sign, you can you have a centre back. Carwell? Would you sign Levi Carwell tomorrow? Probably, but I wouldn't be starting him. Okay. So you're signing Levi Caldwell for 50 to 60 million and you're not yeah. starting him. So no. you're not playing him in any big games? No. No. So Because he doesn't, we, get, ahead, so, he doesn't so get in ahead of Van Dyke. So why are we spending 60 million on a young for them? Why are we because, spending. Why are we because spend, he's going to cost you 90 million in three years when you really want him. Okay. And why would he cost you 90 million? Because he's going to be that good. Well, then, if he's going to be that good, let him be that good now. You see, this exactly, is, this but he's is the, not going this, to. But this is the problem. Unless he can Kev. push Van Dijk out, what's the point in signing him? But but this, you know, you, this, that is, if that's the argument, then you sign no one. But but hold on, if that's the argument, we sign nobody. If he's that good, go and get him and play him. But he's not that good. He's not as good as Van Dijk. He's so not just, elite world level yet. He's got the potential to be world class, okay. but he's not there yet. You sign someone like him at sixty million, so you, you can take Van Dijk out for half a dozen games in a season. You don't, you're not desperate for him to play sick 55 games in a season because at, yeah. at his age. And you're hopefully prolonging his career while blooding someone in who's going to take over from him eventually. Okay. so That's the whole point of someone signing like him. 
Yeah, so you bring in a signing like him, you have to play him. I'm not saying Why? you have to play him all the games, but no, you have to no. you have to be comfortable. You have to give him games. You have to be sure. comfortable that if Van Dyke is out, I'll put it this way. We sign Levi Carwell tomorrow for sixty million quid and Van Dyke goes down with three months injury. Are you going out to sign another centre half because Levi Carwell isn't ready yet? Probably wouldn't get in a he, you've got four, and if you add one more, that's five. Well he's, he's got he's a rotation. He's left sided. So Gomez yeah. can play left side, so can Colwell make a decision on the two, whoever's playing Whoever's training while he plays. Well, you're not starting Joe Gomez for, for a run of games at Liverpool. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. So then he plays. But this is what I'm saying. Like, this is my whole point, right? You're saying you can't play them, right? You can't play them. But if you if, if Van Dijk goes for 20 games, he has to play. And if, if you don't think he's good enough, what the fuck are you signing him for? Because... Did I say he wasn't good enough? You you said you'd pay sixty million for him now, yeah. but you wouldn't play him. In, you wouldn't play him in any big games. That's what you said. No, and then and then you yeah. said because you'd sign him for sixty now because you'd have to sign him for ninety when you really wanted him. Yeah, right. So what my ar- my, my argument and all this is is that if you sign him for sixty and Van Dijk goes down injured for the season yeah. tomorrow, are you signing another centre back the next day? No, because, because Van Dijk comes Carwell back from injury. Could not play. No, because Van Dijk comes back from injury. If he has to play, he has to play, but it wouldn't be a choice to play him ahead of a Van Dyke now. So you would sign. It's not hard to. Oh, of course, I'd sign him. Okay, so you you but you wouldn't sign Romeo Lavia to play. Not uh, not if he's your starting six. No. So you want you have I get him, but I have to get someone else to come in with him. So you're going. You, you want three number sixes in the squad. Then. I want two. I want well, two well, to come Stephen in, Bychetic and I want three in total. And you want three sixes yeah. in, in the three yeah. because Bajetic could do two roles, he plays an eight and a six. You've Bychetic got Bajetic isn't getting a sniff in the eight with the signings we made. What makes why not? So, if if Bajetic is getting a shot in the sit in the eight, if he's not getting yeah. a shot in the six, where does Harvey Elliott play? Harvey Elliott can play on the left off on the right up front to take Salah out of Europa League squads. But he's he's not going to play, and he can roll. He can roll. He can rotate in, in and around as well. At the end of the day, we need a twenty-five man squad. Yeah, I, I, it's I, as simple I, as that. We need a twenty-five man squad. I, I completely get that, right? But what I'm saying to you is, is that when it comes down to this signing in midfield or two signings in midfield, right? I don't see. And I, I'm not. And look, I'm not having a pop. Me, me and you're just having a, a, a row over this, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah, we're, we're going to do something else after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to play FIFA after and row over that. Yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is, is that I don't see why we just keep. I get people wanting experience, and I get people wanting this, and I get people wanting that. But like, say for argument's sake, Kimmich, what age is Joshua Kimmich? Twenty-eight. Okay, and played since. 20, oh, 18, 19, 18. 20. Loads, of, loads yeah. in his legs anyway. Right? So yeah, you yeah. bring Joshua Kimmich in and in two years' time we're having this conversation over Joshua Kimmich. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go back and buy another Joshua Kimmich? Another 28-year-old? Has loads no, the, whole legs. Point, the whole point of doing this, see, this is where we fucked up our midfield so badly, is that what we, we needed to do, the signing of a Roman, Roman Lavia-type player last year and the year before, arguably. Probably over the last three windows, we should have been bringing in one per window. Like we should have we done did. them this. We should have done them this summer. We should do them this summer. Oh, we have no choice now. Like, like the the alternative is um, Manu Kone. Yeah. yeah. Where is Manu Kone? Choice. He's twenty-two. Okay. Played a hundred games for Borussia. I'd say yeah, a little over. Yeah, that. well, he's he's been there two years, and he was a year in France before that. Okay. Are you putting him in your midfield? As a starting six, I don't know, because I don't know. I haven't seen enough of either of them to say that they can come in and do the role. That's the problem. The players that we're looking at, the players that we're all linked with: Gravenberch, Kone, Turan, Lavia. They would have all played at the Euros at the under twenty ones if Belgium had qualified, and if the Netherlands had qualified, they would have all been involved in the Euro under twenty ones, and people would lose their shit about Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones was the, one of the best players in the tournament, playing in that number six role, by the way. So, at the end of the day, I just think you're not doing, you wouldn't do them any favors long term, unless they hit the ground running. 
and the stars align and they just have an absolute whopper of a season and they bomb on, which is absolutely possible. I just don't think, the, with all the years I've been watching football, I haven't seen that many players coming into that specific role yeah. that have hit the ground running, that you know you can put him in front of your back to your two centre-backs and tell everyone else, go forward. you know, Or go and dominate the ball. I'm here. I've mind the shop while you guys are gone. I think for to ask a 19-20-year-old to come in and do that role, you're asking an awful lot. He's well, either got to be an absolute special talent or which he could be. I get that, and he could be, right? But 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 you see, the thing around this is, is that we look for an experienced thing, right? Has he mm. got the legs? Has he got the, the engine to get around this midfield? See, that that's the other side of the argument. Like, yeah, we could go that's... 50 million on Lavia, and we could say to ourselves, and I, I get what you're saying, we, we, could, we could turn around and go, he can't play all the games, right? But Klopp has, I think, I, I genuinely, Klopp thinks Klopp's going to do a mad one here. Right, I think he is going to do a mad one and throw a, a load of trust into a player, and people are going to raise their eyebrows. Now he may fucking suffer for it as the season goes on. He may not, right? But I think he is, okay. But when it comes down to it, I think there's as much of an argument to sign a twenty twenty one year old player and say you're starting, as there is to sign a twenty eight year old with loads in his legs to say you're starting. And I think not only that, I think the biggest factor in all this is is that. We're going on about this midfield not being looked after, left for too long, right? Mm -hmm. We're just, I think we're repeating the process by bringing in a 27, 28-year-old, if that's what we're going to do, right? I'm I'm okay. If you tell me tomorrow they're doing the Corey and Lavia, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's 23 and 19. Right, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, when I keep, what I keep hearing is, you know, um, experience, this, 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 and this. And basically it's just, Sign someone we're used to looking at. That's what it feels like yeah. to me. For me, think, for me, I'm Amor, think Amor, year, twenty-six. I think we're having the, the the discussion we are going to have over midfield next season is actually being quashed by these possible two moves. They're being quashed and can be further quashed by making signings. Maybe a nineteen-year-old, maybe a twenty-three-year-old, but I'm just not behind this Kimmich Goretzka. No, thing. no, no, I think, no. I wouldn't I go anywhere work, near that. But I think we're, I think we're repeating a process. And actually undoing what's not our work by losing these two players, but we're actually undoing it. Um, the, the one thing, the one thing I'll say on this before we finish is, if you bring in an Amrabat for two two seasons, you sign him for, for on a four or five year deal, you bring him in for two seasons, he's twenty eight, then you fucking sell him. It's the one thing that we're terrible at doing, is taking a player who's done come in, done what we need him to do, and sell him. We don't do it. We haven't done it in so long. And it's something that you look at what Man City did last last summer. They sold Jesus, Zinchenko, a few others brought in Haaland. There was nothing wrong with what Jesus was doing. Jesus could do with uh, with um, what Alcaraz or the other striker Al Alvarez is doing. You know, no problem at all. But they didn't. They sold it because they thought you're not going to improve us anymore. And it's the one thing that I think this club has been terrible at for too long is looking at a player. And saying, okay, you've got three years left in your contract. You've been really good for us. You're 26, 27 years of age. We're going to make you available to sell. Yeah, Yus, Yus wants a 41-year-old and a 17-year-old. Uh, just to back it out. Um, <laughs> look, um, Passio says, look, there's no short thing out there. That's absolutely correct. No, that's, going to that's, to, that's the other problem. We're going to have to gamble on a couple, right? Yeah. And you see, this is where it comes down to it. I'd rather gamble on a younger player that you know can improve and has the engine in them to do it, especially in midfield, mm -hmm. than gamble on a 28-year-old for short-term gains and we're back in this position in a year or two. Yeah. That's where I am on it. No, I, I, get where you're, I get where you're coming from. And at the, at the end of the day, we both agree that we need a minimum of two, arguably three, plus mm -hmm. others. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day I think by, the, by next summer, or the summer after. If you do go down the road that you're doing, long-term, I think it's the right thing to do. Long-term, I think it's the absolute right thing to do. Bring in Turam, Kone, and Lavia. Bring in the three of them. Long-term, you're in an absolute bulletproof situation. But it's going to be pain to get there. Well, 
Um, Emmett says he presumes that Gav isn't on the Heiberg train. I, I've seen I've seen messages now saying, "Look who Heiberg starting to follow on on Instagram." I, uh, mad stuff. I'll I'll die laughing if we sign um Heiberg. Keep Plunka of this parish. Um, Palina and Lavia is the package for him. Um, Palina's been brilliant at Fulham. He's twenty eight, right? And all I'm saying is, in two years, are we having another conversation about Palina going? Oh, his legs are gone, lads. Do you know what I mean? His legs are just gone. Yeah, that's I where I am on it. I just, I think there's, I think there's, and and people would say, you know, what will that do to him? feel let it do what it, to him. feel let it do what it does. Let it go. Let it run. We tried all the experience shit last season. We tried all putting this player here there, and it didn't work. Let uh, that's all I'm saying. Don't be. Oh, look, Liverpool have to sign two midfielders. When the two are signed, we go. We'll we'll. Run the rule we'll over. Deal with it. I like that. I don't like that. Whatever it might be, yeah. some of them might turn out great. The ones you expect to be great mightn't, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we better get, we better do ten minutes on this game from earlier. Um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. About that. Um, first preseason game of the season. Um, loads of players figured. I think maybe twenty three players figured. Um, yeah, a good run out. Um, Tough great test. to see the great to see the two new signings. Um, what did you make overall? Because I just thought it was, I just like, I I approached it with, listen, this is a, a training session in front of a crowd, and let's see how they get on. How did you find it? The more I found out about Karlsruhe and what was going on and where they were at their stage of their preseason, I was like, this is a really tough test for us, though. You know, this was their seventh game of preseason. This was oh. their stadium opening. Okay. I only knew one one of their players, um, your man Pastindo, that played in the middle of the park. But I thought, this is a tough ask for us, though. When I saw the lineups, I thought, okay, Trent's definitely in midfield. Let's see how that goes. But, yeah, look, I thought the goals were sloppy. I thought the two goals, the first goal was an atrocious goal to give away. Second one, shit happens. Well, no, not shit happens. Costas happens. But other than that, and Darwin, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking trying to pass to Mo in the box when the goal was right there. That's just like three minutes. That's nothing to do with double training sessions, triple training sessions, whatever. That's complete brain fart and lack of confidence three minutes into a preseason game. But I, other than that, in general, it was a good run out. It was a good test. There was more positive, way more positives than negatives in that game. Way, way more. And I think it's a good start compared to last preseason. It's a, it's a good start. It's a really good start. Um. The thing on the thing on uh, D or Nunez was for me. I was a bit like that when he went through. I was like, "What are you passing for?" It's like, but first minute, just bash it in the net. But when I look back at it, he actually, he, he I think he gives the keeper the eyes, and and I think he has that feeling. Mo's just running in. He's just gonna put it there, and Mo's just gonna put it in the net. But Mo's gone too far. Right, yeah. by the time he plays it, and in fairness, Mo gets the touch back, and it's a good finish. Yeah. But it's probably the finish you should do in the first place. Um, yeah. Nunez looks, um, yeah, Nunez to me still playing himself into a bit of confidence, I think, um, and being sure of himself. But that has to come, and I think that I think the 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 coaches and the managers have to say this: when you get in there, unless it's the keeper, you and Mo Salah beside you, hit the fucking thing. Right, yeah. make the keeper work, and I think if you get one or two like that, he'd be absolutely fine. Um, there was loads of players on show. The goals weren't great that we gave away. Um, some good finishes, but they weren't great goals oh, yeah. that we gave away. But what did you make of? Sobel we scored some goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we got onto them. I think, yeah, he he was involved in everything uh, in the first half while he was on. Um, his link up play is really good. There was one touch. This is all I really look for in preseason games is little little snippets. And there was one in the for about halfway through the first half, he drifted over to the right hand side. And I think it was Darwin made a run into the box. And he was right in that position where you'd expect Jordan Anderson or Trent to be in. Just inside, in line with the penalty line, but halfway into the into their half. And he tried to put a cross in. And he just he just missed. He defender cut it out. And I just thought. That's what you want to see. Putting in crosses from that kind of a position, more often than not, you're going to hit who you want to hit. Um, but his first touch, his ability to carry the ball, he's a specimen of a, of, of a man. 
You know, he, he's deceivingly big. I don't think he's the quickest, but he's quick enough. And I also don't think, I think he, his pressing is brilliant. So one thing I really loved about the first half and the second half, the, the front three, when they lost it, they hunted to get it back. And they won it, in, they won it back in high areas, which is what you want to see. I don't want him seeing, I don't want to see him defending in our final third because he gave away a free kick at the to them just outside of our box that was just a lazy forwards type tackle that you just I just think it's inherent in his game so he's brilliant at pressing the ball up in the front I don't think he's a great defender but overall can't can't be unhappy with what I saw can't no. be unhappy with what I saw at um all. Couple, couple, two more players I want to touch on because we're not going to overanalyze the arse off this. It was a no, no, no. Run around like, um, but but two or three more. Alexis McAllister looked very good. He looked very, very good. So sure on the ball, um, gets around no problem, and um, wins it. You know, just everything about him. like like when I watched him in the World Cup, I thought he is just a workhorse. Good footballer, but so hard working, and that's, and I kind of kept and I've and I genuinely have only kept an eye on him since the World Cup. Have I told you I wasn't knew anything about Alexis McAllister beforehand, other than why is his name Alexis and he's from Scotland? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how ignorant I was of him because I don't like I don't pretend to watch loads and loads of football. You know yeah. what I mean? But when I watched him, when I when I've watched him since then, you could see the stuff he's had. Not not that he's added to the game. I've added opinion of him, if you get me. So his passing range, his vision, it, it running with the ball, loads and loads of stuff. And today, it's a pre-season game, but I could see that already. He works so hard to get back. He wins yeah. it. He plays it simple. He he can play blind passes, one twos, wait a pass. The, the, for Jota's last, the last goal, I think. Last goal, yeah. And he, he he's immediately onto a loose ball. Boom, gone yeah. past the player. Not a hope. And he could easily hit a first, doesn't. He waits and waits and bang, then he hits Jota, yeah. who's just running onto a perfect. Really impressive. Really, really one, impressive. For the, one, I, know one, the, I know the sort of game it was, but yeah. like Paul Giovanni says McAllister is majestic. I thought he was, looked so fucking good. The best thing about him is when he was impressive when he played for Brighton and Brighton couldn't score goals for Toffee. You even ask Brighton fans, and up until this season, he, they couldn't score goals. He looked exceptional in the Brighton side, creating chances. And the way to pass at the end of a game when you're 3-2 up, to put that in, and I can imagine by by the end of that 90 minutes, their legs were starting to burn, you know. The way to pass was just perfect. Jota didn't have to break his stride, nothing. It was, it was an absolute dream. Shawnee put a comment into the Telegram group earlier today, and I think he's probably going to be proved right. That by the end of the season, McAllister will be in the top three midfielders in the league. I just, I just loved. Do you know what? I think it was the fact that um, it was a run around, but he just looked like he was on it. Yeah, you know, you see players. He wasn't the only one. That didn't happen. I kind of made my way back here. He wasn't. Paul Giovanni says, "Come on, lads, five hundred watching, one hundred and forty-one likes. Yeah, hit the like button if you can, will you? Um, It helps us. It really does help us when it comes to." um, keeping all this content free and stuff like that so hitting the like button subscribing turn on your bell icon really really helps us so help us out if you can um <coughs> i just i just loved i just loved everything about him um yeah. and i'm sure hopefully i'm not saying keeps that up because that's that level of game isn't where we're gonna be looking for him but just the way just his approach to the game today and his i think his understanding of other players was for a fourth game you kind of go oh he knows him already you know, he knows where to touch that. He knows where to... You know, I, I, I was really impressed. Can we talk about Ben Doak? Because I fucking... <sighs> yeah. Um, he's one of these kids that I don't want to get too hyped about because he's so young. But did you did but say he makes he's, going, he's going to give Klopp a major headache? I, yeah, like I said... I, yeah, I said if he carries on like this, he's going to give Klopp an absolute nightmare of a decision to make because... He's almost at that stage when you're watching him and what he can do to fullbacks at that age. And the fact that he plays with no fear, plays with his head up, can play with both feet, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care who you are. He'll just do whatever he wants with the ball. Mm. It's scary how good this kid could be. Mm. And I just love the I fact that left foot, I, low I just center of gravity, 
turning on a sixpence and just deciding yeah. I'm going past two or three days and it doesn't matter. We're all af- we're all afraid to make to say the comparison. We're because the comparison is there staring us in the face. Oh, messy comparison, like when you watch the two when you watch him dribble with the ball, watch how close he keeps the ball to his feet. How many yeah. little touches Lazo he does he's like a with the ball at his yeah, feet. He's exactly that. He's exactly that. He yeah. reminds me of a, of a young Wayne Rooney with the way that he keeps the ball close to his feet and he just wants to take people and off. It's okay, but it's okay of um it's okay to make those comparisons. Because yeah. You can see the way the no one here is going to tell you Ben Doak's going to be as good as Lionel Messi or Ryan no. Rooney for that matter. Um, Paul Giovanni says Doak reminds him of Owen, um, and yeah, I understand that that low center of gravity but running with power. Um, I I kind of get that. Um, but there's no problem making those comparisons. It's a style comparison rather than yeah. I think he's it's going not to be as good a, yeah. as him. I just I just love the way. Even when it was a Villa away last year, we won in the league. He come on very late. And he actually sent one of their fucking defenders to the shop. But he he's just there's a confidence in him, and it's not it's not a cockiness because a cockiness would actually no. where you would stop and try beat him again, or you would throw a shape for no reason. He's just business. He's just like yeah. give me that, and I'm going boy this fella, and he's not stopping me. You know what I mean? I was really impressed by him, and does does a huge um. Dylan there's a decision to be made him versus Dundee United a few years back at Celtic Park. He yeah. was quality on the day. Um, there's a decision to be made on him because Klopp might, if he, if Klopp wants to keep him in the squad and use him, he has to name him as one of the non-homegrown players for the Europa League squad. He doesn't qualify as a club player right. because he didn't, he hasn't been at the club long enough. Yeah. So, and I hope Klopp takes the decision to name him in the first in the squad for the Europa League. Yeah. I think he's. I have to stay in it for the whole thing. <coughs> but I think. Gotta give this kid his head. The raw, the raw pace and how direct he is. I genuinely put him in a Premier League squad. And I, I mean, know, yeah. And I know, I know. We've we've had this argument not, not ten minutes ago about young yeah. that camp. But I'm not saying it's different for forwards. He just looks like he has impacts over it and all over him, and I don't care what age he is. Like yeah. genuinely, he gets on the pitch at Anfield. And you win him one or two nil, right? And he comes on for the last fifteen. The place are going mad for him. Yeah. Like, go oh, he's going to he's going to be absolutely loved. He's going to be absolutely loved. Um, and I think the way the squad could evolve after this transfer window, you could see you could realistically see a situation where Klopp got reversed to playing two holding midfielders, not two holding as in traditional holding sixes, but play front four. And he would he could play as one of the four in a rotation of a four. Yeah, trouble like yeah. mix mix of Rooney and Duff. The Duff show is good because Duff is always yeah, is low to the ground as yeah, well. Last one. Um, I'm not going to go on about Gakpo because I think Gakpo is just getting better and better every time I see him. Um, yeah. he's grown into that role so so well. Um, but brilliant to see Jota back. And we we he Jota was, was there. Ridiculous. Well, he's there at the back end of last season, and um, and I quite liked Luis Diaz today. Um, as work rate, everything else, and that's all I want to see from Luis Diaz. I want to see Luis Diaz being able to play a full game of football and be up to speed because his quality will come through and shine. The back yeah. end of last season, I felt a bit sorry for him because he was definitely rusty and he was being thrown into games where we are trying to win and we are chasing stuff and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm absolutely fine with Luis Diaz. Um, Gakbo is just he's, he's he's a touch of class to be honest he's with a you. Player, um, but I loved his delivery from the corners. Yeah, but Jota. his delivery from corners. Matip had two good chances, yeah, and yeah. they were both came from his side, from his delivery. Because Simicast yeah. went on the opposite side to take set pieces, but from that side, his his delivery was really good. Um, he was, and 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 I think the way he's grown into that role of being that nine, and he's a different nine to. I think he's. I think if you play Jota or Nunes up as nine, I think Jota likes to be pull off the shoulder in the box. I think Nunes wants the ball in behind or at his feet to run at people. Yeah. Whereas Gakbo feels a bit of a reincarnation of Firmino for me, where he's a footballer. He, he's good pace, but he's yeah. a real, real thinking man's footballer for me. You know yeah. the positions he takes up, the touches he takes, the players he tries to bring into play. He's been really good, Gakbo. Um, but Jota, we seen him at the back end of last season. Gets a couple of goals um, towards the back end of last season, and we're like, yeah, if he can stay fit, get him through the season. Let's see him in pre-season, and I think he. You know, again, you know, putting that level of game to one side for a minute or, or keeping it in your mind if you want. 
he looked very sharp. And he mm. looked like it wasn't even the sharpness in the finishes. The movement looked sharp. He's, he's aware yeah. where the ball's going to be. He knows where he wants it. It's it's brilliant to see because we're going to need all them five up front for Oh, yeah, massive. The other player I'd love to give a mention to is Gerald Kwanzaa. Oh, yeah. He came in for the, he came in for the second half and he did not look. There was a few players that didn't look out of place. We had 70% possession against a side who have that many preseason games in their legs. Their season starts in 10 days. They're match sharp. This is our first run out. We dominated the ball with 70% possession. He, in the second half, bar the goal that they had, I don't think they did anything. He had a couple of decisions to make and he made them absolutely brilliantly. His confidence and his weight. 20 years of age, he's going to be a physical. If he fills out wide as much as I think he's going to, he's going to be a player. I, would you keep? I'd nearly be tempted to keep him in the squad and let Nat Phillips well, you see, go. But you see, the thing is, like, if Nat Phillips was Nat Phillips there, I don't know if he was there. I don't think he was named in any of the squads. I don't. I think no. he's 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 on the way out. So. Yeah, he's on the way out. Leeds being linked. I was trying to think. Was yeah. have I seen Nat Phillips? I yeah. had. Um, if Nat but Phillips is gone, Liverpool, well, Liverpool, Liverpool have this thing of holding a fifth defender, mm-hmm. and the four you have at the moment. Nat Phillips is number five. You'll probably see that lad concept being number five. Yeah. Genuinely. Um, because yeah, Reese Williams I, has gone to Aberdeen on loan. Yeah. Nat Phillips looks like he's out the door, possibly to Leeds. They like to keep this fifth one. And that all goes back to the bad season they had with injuries in 2021. Yeah. So unless Liverpool sign a centre half, which we think they may do, they or should, they should they do, do. Um yeah. there's a yeah, there's a good chance he stays. But I would like as much as I like him, I don't want him there. Next season, I understand where you're coming from. Do you know, I know what I'm what saying? I know because saying. that would mean that we don't sign a centre back. Yeah. So, but look, doesn't this is no harm to the likes of him and 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 Kumas and um, whoever else was there? Today. Clark, was lot, Clark did well. Yeah, Clark. And Clark did well. There was a name. His yeah. name's escaped me now. Connor um, Bradley. No, no Bradley did him. okay. Um, it's a tough ask for him. See, he looked very sharp. Um, McConnell. McConnell. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I've seen him. That's no harm. And the other, and the other left back, UK, who played on a, a left wing, the young kid on the left, who's number forty six. Name escapes me, yeah. but he looked tidy as well. Sepp van der Berg, what's happening there? Says Lazo, he's gone, he's gone back, to, back to Germany. He's gone back to Germany. I, 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 I not yeah. sure. I'm, I'm trying to think where he went. But he's, he's gone. Yeah, I know. He's gone back. Anyway. Yeah, he's gone alone for another season. Um, but it's a brilliant experience for all these lads. You know, like people do look at it and go, oh, is he going to be in the squad and what we're doing with him? That's not about that. They're bringing all the players they can and if they can throw in 10, 11 or how many, 5, 6, whatever it is, lads, that yeah. aren't at first team level, but they know, they think they can get to first team level, it's all about bringing them away and giving them the experience. That's so if they do end up in the League Cup squad this season or they have to do another pre-season next season, they're used to it. And it, it pushes them on. Like imagine them lads getting back now to the Axe in fucking in two weeks buzzing. time or three weeks time, and they're going. I've been away with them. I want to be. I wanted that all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Mines, he's gone on loan too. Mines. Yeah. Yeah, and the other player I was thinking of was Scanlon. Scanlon. Played on the yeah. Play. He's a left back who played yeah. as a left wing today, and yeah. he was another one who didn't mind dropping the shoulder and putting crosses in. Yeah. So. That, that's what, that's what pre-season, pre-season is about getting all your big players there, getting them ready, getting them up to speed. You'll probably see them all playing 45 again now in the next one. But it's about these lads getting in and getting that game time, playing with these big players and going back. And that carrot is there for them then. Jesus, I could, if I keep going. And, and it's a nod to them to say, you're doing brilliantly. We brought you with us. Go back and keep doing what you're doing. And you, you know, the next time you come up, you come in, it could be a League Cup squad because that's what they're all being primed for. Is it probably oh, a yeah. League Cup squad this season? You know, unless they go on loan, which there's no harm in that either. Um, yeah. I think that's about it. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, good matter. Um, I don't know what we're, we might have a show tomorrow night, but genuinely, we don't know what we're going to do. Um, because every time we go to do something different. Something pops up. Something else pops up. Yeah. yeah. So we're just playing it day by day. We're literally playing it six o'clock every evening. We're all kind of contacting each other, going, "Right, what are we doing?" 
who's available and that's their, it's going to go on for the rest of the week and into next week and possibly up until the season starts um thanks me to kev thanks me to everyone in the chat don't forget the link is in the description for our charity and um, breast cancer research you can donate in there if you can um or if you want if you can't share across family friends whoever you can um social media whatever it might be and help us get over that 20 grand so it's on about 17 and a half or something like that so keep if we can keep going we get this 20 grand on asap the girls are running that marathon in um in later october. on october october i think yeah, yeah. and um yeah october. look it's a it's a it's a great it's a great charity it's a great effort by them all so if you can help us out with that that'd be absolutely brilliant Um, hit the like button on your way out if you can um share if you want um but subscribe put on your bell icon because as much as me and Kev are having a row here tonight, we're fine. Like, don't be worrying about it. Yeah, going. absolutely. Oh, there's Kev, hey, Gav, and there's Gav, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> you know I mean, we, we'd, we'd much prefer to do it over a point, to be honest with you. But, um, as much as we do this, a lot of our debate and stream and everything is actually powered by what you say in the chat. You know, someone will bring up a point, I'll bring it up with Kev, we argue over So Having you hmm. here there, having you here is, a, how, is what makes it work, to be perfectly honest with you. Um... Owen says, a show tomorrow night for when we sign Ariel Romeo and J James Ward-Prowse. I would absolutely have, doing the, it. I'd have the <laughs> biggest bag of cans if that happened. And if Heiberg signs on just me and Emma on a park bench with cans um, live streaming, honest to Jesus, it would be unbelievable. Um, and if we get linked with Eric Dyer, listen, all the best. Uh, Antoine says, I'm happy at LFC next week. I don't think we're playing them in a friendly, bro. I'm being honest with you. And Kev Devo hates Gav, says Antoine. Yeah, but you think Sean, he hates me as well. So that's how it goes. Um, that's been it. We'll talk to you soon. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.